0: On the Record, with White House correspondent April Ryan.
1: This next installment of On the Record, wow, we've got a lot to talk about, and I'm with my friend, um, someone that I just like watching his social media. I'm talking about none other than a civil attorney who used to be prosecutor, former O.J. Simpson prosecutor Christopher Darden. Hi, Chris.
0: Hey, April. How are you?
1: I'm fine. Chris, 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 Chris. you got a lot to say on social media about all the goings on over here on the East Coast while you're on the West Coast Um, you know you're a black Republican you you may you have no shame about that but you're very vocal against this president what are your thoughts right now as we're watching these firings the president saying there's no chaos and just the instability going into North Korea meeting with this, this, this Kim Jong-un without knowing exactly what he has. He's, he did it without using his man of diplomacy at the time. Uh, Rex Tillerson, who was his then uh, Secretary of State. I mean, there's just upheaval and more to come. What are your thoughts?
0: Well, you know, it's um, it, it's pretty incredible and uh, stressful. And I, I think this president, by his conduct and his actions, I, I think he puts stress on the nation. I, I think that he has people confused and worried and concerned and afraid, uh, just because of the way he conducts, you know, the nation's business, and, and he conducts it like he's running a mom and pop store.
1: Hmm. Not a not a billion dollar business or a million dollar business. You say a mom and pop store.
0: I mean exactly I, I I can't imagine that this man made billions of dollars uh you know in the in, the, in what might be described as a, a normal course of business uh who would agree to a historical meeting uh with the, the leader of North Korea mm-hmm. on, on one day and then fire by tweet uh the Secretary of State you know a few days later mm-hmm. I I I mean, it's, it's mind boggling. Uh, it makes no sense. It is not the kind of conduct you would expect from an, an intellectual uh, or a gentleman or uh, or a leader. Uh, it, is, it is it is third world banana republic conduct so
1: and if uh, if you have never checked Chris Darden's social media please watch him on Facebook it's funny he is funny um, he's always got something crazy and also I believe you're on Instagram right Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You just have some funny stuff, um, but also some things that make you say, "Hmm." You know that old Arsenio Hall situation. But you know, again, I mean, because a lot of your things have to deal with politics. And when I think about some things, I mean, you know, we think about what's happening now. There are a lot of people on the president's list who are going to allegedly be ousted soon in one full swath. And one of those names that is possibly on the short list that we're hearing is Jeff Sessions. Now, you continue to work with the criminal justice system. You're in the criminal justice system. You have worked in the criminal justice system. What are your thoughts about how the president is handling uh, justice? Uh, what are some of the issues that you see right off the bat that, that worry you?
0: Well, one of the things that worries me is it's just the the, the history, the life history behind the, the Attorney General. I mean, his life history in uh, professional experience isn't the kind of uh history or experience that i think supports uh, a person who who is just and who is fair and who can be an attorney general for all the people because you know jeff sessions is, is trying to make america great again by taking us back to 1955 And he is trying to undo, you know, a a lot of the changes that have been made in the last 15 years regarding mandatory sentencing uh, in the federal system. A sentencing uh, scheme we all know uh, caused uh, African-Americans to go to prison when other people of other colors would not have gone or would not have gone uh, to prison as long. And you're
1: talking about sentencing disparity issues,
0: right? uh, Yeah. Yeah, the speech here the other day on, about California and sanctuary states. Uh, I mean, when you when you come here and give a speech, and then and, and a few days later, the the ICE spokesperson resigns because he's been asked to uh, uh, you know communicate to the nation things that are false. So as to support the false to support the false narrative of the Attorney General, uh, you know, uh, you know, and the issue of marijuana. You know, get over it. Okay. Marijuana, ultimately, is going to be legalized in every state just about in, in, in these United States. It's weak. You know, it's not heroin. It's not oxycodone. They need to get over it. And his inability and the administration's refusal to to really address the opioid uh, epidemic in this country that's killing hundreds of people every day is it, disgraceful.
1: But, Chris... Back in the day, you know, when you talk about Oprah, we were talking about a Heron. Remember that? Back in the day, Heron. They called it Heron. PCB angel dust, I guess. Or we were doing that, um, and then, I mean, that was back in the day. And now that the flyover states are seeing an epidemic, you know, with it, it's a big problem. But after you did Heron, PCB, you went to those things, like they're saying, that are opioid. Um, why do you think now, they're doing this, or or, or or trying to at least spotlight it and not do it, not do anything with it. What are your thoughts?
0: Well, you know, um, you know, shining the light on things is one thing they do very well, and, and as soon as you turn your back, they turn the light off. They, you know, they don't follow through. You know, it's just like the kids from uh, Florida who, who visited the president and talked about gun control and the president seemed to you know side with the with the kids with the children and and their parents and yeah we're going to get with the nra and we're really going to do something about it but as soon as those kids you know leave the uh leave the oval office leave the white house as soon as they close the door behind them it's a whole different uh, it's a whole different scenario and and uh, the president's opinion is the exact opposite of what he said uh, in front of those kids and what happens nothing happens you know I, I i saw one kid holding a sign that said does america love love its guns more than its children and the answer is yes america loves its guns more than its children and we have a president who uh who all but says that by his actions or by his refusal you know to stand behind those kids and uh, and and do something about you know gun violence in this in this country it's, it's all it's also shocking that it's hard to believe that a, a grown intelligent man is at the help of of of, of 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 this country it's it's mind-boggling i'm sure a it's lot mind-boggling
1: people, that he you would think he was a grown intelligent man that's what you're saying and he's not that's what you're saying
0: yeah yeah it's i mean it's like is is he uh um, you know and the the way that he has targeted California and um, and you're a resident
1: of California
0: and I'm a resident of California you know he's you know <clears throat> affected the mortgage deduction because he knows that in California we pay high mortgages you know we need that tax deduction uh, he talks about um, 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 you know how he's uh, lowered taxes. We well, had lowered taxes for us. He's made things harder for yeah. us in California. And why? Uh, why? Because we didn't vote for him. <laughs> how, how could we? Now they're going to start drilling off the coast of California, drilling for oil. But to be fair,
1: you port. got oil. You have oil wells. Um, they're they're digging for oil everywhere in Los Angeles. I see it everywhere on the side of the road. But, I mean, to be fair
0: well i am being fair we're not digging at the beach okay mm-hmm. you know why are there why are there rules that allow them to uh, dig for oil off the coast of california but but florida gets an exemption mm-hmm. you know why do we why do we uh, destroy our coastline for oil but florida doesn't have to have to do the same thing um you know, you feel, I tell you, I think we. I don't know. Is it is it, is it unlawful to to uh, to, uh, to to um, promote and support the idea of succession? Maybe California should succeed from the union.
1: Oh, you better be careful. You better be careful. <laughs> you better be careful with that oh my gosh Chris Darden I think he was just playing but anyway but Chris so you are so bad so Chris um, I can't help but you know I'm going back to this issue with the kids I can't help but think about election night and how you were going on a rampage on Facebook and I called you and you said and we did an interview and you said something to the extent that they gave the village idiot the keys to the White House and you said it's a time for activism now I'm not talking about the first part you said but I'm talking about the second part about activism are you heartened by what you see from these kids
0: I am I am you know I was at, at Berkeley uh, last week uh, uh, giving a talk and uh, you know I am heartened by it you know and I'm heartened by Black Lives Matter I'm, I'm um, I'm heartened by those folks at the University of Virginia who marched against, uh, you know, those uh, white supremacists and neo-Nazis. Um, you know, I there's a lot of goodness in this country and a lot of good people, and it transcends race and it transcends religion and it transcends ge- geography. And uh, you know, I think that. Well, you know, I, I think that uh, we're seeing a new kind of activism, and, I, and it's, it's time to take this country back. We need mm-hmm. to take this, take our country back.
1: So, so do you believe? I mean, the Bible says a child shall lead them. I mean, children are now leading the way. Making people feel bold. I mean, we saw women marching, but now these kids seem to have the fire. Do you think it's going to take hold? And do you think also that Democrats are are seeing all of this? You know, I can do spirit, and uh, going to make a blue tsunami for 2018. What do you think for the House and the Senate?
0: Well, I, I you know, um, you know, I like this kid that won. Uh, you know, that did so well in, in uh, Pennsylvania yesterday. You know, and I think that, you know, the Democratic Party has moved too far to the left. You know, my my daddy used to call a conservative Democrat a Dixiecrat. And sometimes, you know, you find a good Democrat in the middle. And sometimes you have to be in the middle. And sometimes, you know, being in the, in the middle on, you know, a centrist. Yeah, a centrist is what the country needs. And so, um, you know, I, I was telling these kids at Berkeley, you know, about gun control. You know, my, my generation's not going to, we, we're not going to fix the problem. My generation's already been bought and paid for by the NRA. And, um, you know, we're not going to put kids before guns. But their time is coming. You know, It's going to come a time when these kids are going to be the leaders of this country. And that's when you're going to see some real so-called gun control.
1: What should gun control look like, in your opinion, as a Republican who's talking about gun control?
0: As a man who, as a man who lives in an urban environment, as a man who has seen, you know, been to murder scenes and have seen real life, you know, from close up, what gun violence looks like. Uh, Gun control means, uh, number one, there are far too many guns in this country. There are more guns than people in this country. We don't need all these guns and, gun control, and, and and I support the notion that law abiding citizens okay, who don't suffer from mental health and who aren't uh, convicted felons or, or domestic abusers ought to be able to own a firearm but why should anyone be allowed to own 50? Why should an 18 year old kid be allowed to buy uh, what is essentially uh, a fully automatic rifle
1: a military weapon,
0: uh, an assault rifle. Um, I, I don't. I don't think the Second Amendment ever said that. You know, everybody can have as, much, as many guns and as much ammo as they want. I don't think that's necessary. I mean, we are supposed to be a civilized nation. I. I, I, I think that the the, the, the proliferation of, of gun ownership in this country, you know, speaks opposite to that. A civilized people would not allow all of these guns uh, in the homes and on the streets, you know, of of their nation. Hmm. We don't need them. Now, some some uh, uh, some jurisdictions want to arm teachers. They want to arm teachers. Um, And if if four highly trained police officers were afraid to run into that school. Even though they wore a Kevlar vest and were armed themselves, if they were afraid to run up against an AR-15, what's the math teacher going to do?
1: Mm, good point.
0: What's the math teacher going to do? I, I, you know, I, I, I don't get it. So, you know what? yeah, go ahead. If, if, if they want to arm somebody, maybe ought to arm the parents. Mm, oh boy. Because, <laughs> uh you know uh you know because when it's not your kids you know apparently some folks don't want to run into that burning building they don't want to run into you know into uh, uh meet head on with with gunfire from a from an ar-15 but you know you see all of these things and, and you think that you know there has to be a way to fix them I, I mean i know i understand the politics of it all i understand how congress works i understand you know that they are that there are interests other interests out there I understand you know how people donate money uh, to influence our, 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 our government and, and I understand that you know, you know NRA there's NRA money there are NRA members who vote and you know I understand that that impacts the whole ele- election process and etc but at some point we have to use our common sense and decide what's really important hmm. and what what could
1: be more important than you well but chris this is so i mean you 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 you're always provocative you, you you i love listening to you i mean you make a lot of sense you make me laugh at the same time but here's what i want to ask you seriously with all of this over the last year and some change um what are your predictions What are your predictions? What do you think is going to happen with this administration, with this president? Do you think he's going to serve four years? Do you think Pence will come in? What do you think is going to? Do you think he will be impeached and removed? People like to say impeach, but they don't realize you really want removal, not just impeachment. So, what do you think is going to happen?
0: Well, you know, I uh, I'm very interested in uh, in what uh, um, Mueller comes up with. Number one. And I and I agree with folks who say follow the money. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I think you got to follow the money, and I think that uh, um, um, I, I expect that you're going to find out that some people have been lying on their taxes and and uh, and laundering money.
1: Is Mueller going too far, do you think? I mean, does he have his, the no. broad scope, as everyone says? I mean, because remember Bill Clinton. Ken Starr was going after Whitewater. He wound up coming up with an intern that Bill Clinton had an affair with and impeached well, over that versus Whitewater.
0: Yeah, but you know, if you're a prosecutor or a policeman, you know, you don't serve a search warrant for drugs. And then when you go into the house and see that the kids are being abused, ignore, ignore the abuse, you know, you follow the trail and you you go wherever the trail takes you mm-hmm. I, I think that's just a, a basic rule of, of any investigation um you know and all of that stuff is some is i think connected in some ways um you know uh, so so i don't have a problem with that i mean i do see and i hope for a change in the, in congress you know this blue wave that people uh talk about i uh you know i i, I hope that there is a change, you know, the,
1: uh, and again, a sense. black Republican looking for the blue tsunami in 2018. Go ahead.
0: Um, you know what? I'm looking for common sense. I'm looking for fairness. You know, I, I want somebody to go to Flint. I want them to fix the water issue. You know, I want, I want the U S military to go to, to go to Libya and do something about, uh, the, the slave market there. You know, I mean, we destabilize these countries and then look what they have become and you know and that's not to say that i want uh, you know a, a third a, a third front or a new war or anything but i do think that you know if if we're going to return to to being great as a nation then we have to make human rights you know a priority again and uh you know we've created an environment where Africans are being sold as slaves in 2018 uh, we we bear some responsibility for that and I think I think we ought to do something about that but I think you need an administration that cares about Africans right uh, before anybody even considers that
1: well, the president says Tanzania
0: <laughs> yeah and Wakanda right
1: <laughs> <laughs> Wakanda forever come on now, come on now. <laughs> You know (laughs) Wakanda forever. I'm I'm going to Wakanda. You, we know a couple people who are not. But anyway, and speaking of those who were talking about who may not get a ticket to go to Wakanda, O.J. Simpson. My final question to my friend Chris Darden. He's talking now. He's out of jail. What are your thoughts? And are you going to write a book?
0: Well, you know, I've been wanting to write a book for a while, and uh, and uh, hopefully uh, I'll get to. You know hopefully I'll get to write a, a sequel to uh, to in contempt and write about the the, the uh, part of my life after the trial but I think for him for for OJ Simpson you know my position has always been he's just he should just go somewhere and sit down and just be quiet and live his life and of course he did that interview in, in 2006 and and uh, you know and I'm sure he watched it and uh, and i'm sure he was affected by knowing knowing the the ego that he has but uh you know what can you say one of the most interesting things he said was that you know people say all this bad stuff about me being a murderer and and an abuser but the public you know they just walk up to me you know they want autographs and they want and they want to take pictures you know as long as he's got that as long as we celebrate and uplift the killer over the killed you know, people like O.J. Simpson are always going to be able to to thrive uh, in this country, and, and 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 be able to find uh, 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 a kind of celebrity that for him uh, probably makes everything okay.
1: So, Chris, here's what I'm going to say: What doesn't or won't make it okay is if he indeed killed his ex-wife, and Ron Goldman, Nicole Brown Simpson, and Ron Goldman. Do you still believe in 2018 that he is guilty of that crime?
0: Um, you know, guilt—guilt guilt is a is a term of law. A jury said, you know, I'm not guilty. The jury said,
1: uh, but uh, do you believe you prosecuted oh, I, I, the case?
0: Oh, I absolutely believe it, and I think that uh, um, just about anyone watching that interview the, uh, you know, the other night uh, probably will agree also um I mean, because what you see is and what you hear is you you, you hear and see a, a murderer confess confess to his murderers so um you know i mean i'm kind of past whether or not uh you know other people believe it or not i will say this though april i think a lot of people owe me an apology and uh and, you know and i said back then i'm going to say it again now the gloves fit And, you know, one of the nice things OJ said the other night was that uh, he left his gloves there. He -hmm. left that one glove there. He said he left the glove.
1: Uh, And Johnny Cochran says, if they don't fit, you must acquit. But anytime there's liquid on leather, it dries up. It shrinks. It constricts. Correct. Is that what you're saying?
0: Nope. What I'm saying is the gloves fit. Mm. You know all, you know, and I only have 14 billion letters and emails about liquids on gloves and all this other stuff. I mean, I think the one of the biggest problems with the gloves was that the interior lining had been cut, uh, had been cut because they had, uh, you know, cut them for uh, for uh, forensic uh, testing. But I think that, you know, I think that nonetheless, you know, the gloves fit. Y'all can go ahead and send me one billion mean twit, tweets and stuff they still fit
1: <laughs> i'm gonna say this chris <laughs> i'm gonna say this i think i think a lot has changed a lot of the mindset has changed since then and now what year was it how many years ago has it been
0: it was like you know october 2015 i mean not 15 uh, 1995 <laughs> was the verdict i was
1: getting ready yeah. to right, say you talking about 50 no yeah it's been it's been in the 90s the 90s yeah,
0: yeah. Well, this is an amazing thing, you know. uh, In any culture, for a person to early nineties get away with murder, to get away with murder, and and still be walking around, and people, you know, still want to have a drink with them, and take a take a picture with them, and chill with them, and you know, uh, um, Mm. hey, make movies about them, and. Uh, you know, I mean, he's more famous today probably than he was when he played football.
1: Yeah, but you know, even though for a lot of people, he's in his own prison now. Uh, I don't know about that. You don't think so? A lot of people think he's in his own prison because he's ostracized someone or he's got that albatross around his neck. Um, people believe he could have done it. So I don't know. Um, but like you said, the jury said, uh, he was not guilty. Um, and he is because the jury found, because we live in a nation, Where there are checks and balances, where you are innocent until proven guilty. Um, He is now a free man. But Chris, I'm going to thank you for your friendship, for your candor, for your honesty. And, you know, hey, I might even help you get this book out. Who knows? But um, I appreciate you so much. I appreciate you.
0: Well, thank you, thank you, and you know, and uh, we love you. And every time you sit in that briefing room and, <laughs> and start to open and start to open your mouth to ask a question, you know, we move to the uh, to the, uh, the 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 edge of our chairs and just can't wait.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I love your wife's Christmas cards every year. So tell her thank you. I appreciate you guys again. April Ryan on the record with Chris Darden. Thanks, Chris. Don't forget to subscribe to On the Record on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud stitcher or any other podcast directory if you like what you hear leave a five star review
0: on the record a product of American Urban Radio Networks